All right, and five, four, three, two. And welcome to the Low Sports Show. This one is going to be a jam-packed one. I got a mystery special guest. And we're talking about a mystery special topic. Um, protecting the identity. I got an actual uh, NCAA employee on, on the broadcast here today. Dear friends, um, you know, so we're going to get into it. And, you know, we're going to talk about the, the nicks and crannies of what this new, um, you know, the new regulation that, that just changed and you know student athletes cannot get paid and some of them already got paid you know so we're going to talk about those those things um we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things i kind of want to get into the ncaa versus olympics thing you know um i don't know mm-hmm. if what your for, forte on that is but mm-hmm. it seems to me it's 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 an ultimatum for these student athletes because it's just either or mm-hmm. you know um but yeah. we'll get to that later so let's start big thing Big news, breaking, everybody knows about this. <laughs> NCAA is now allowing student athletes to get paid off their likeness, their image, um, allowing them to get endorsements. Um, now, I think this is great. I think it's long overdue. I think it's lucrative for some universities, some athletes. I, I want to first attack this on the macro level, right? And then we can break it down as we get there. So. D1 athletes, their schools or their universities bring in a lot of revenue. They have TV contracts. So they're going to, their players are going to be more easier to um, partner up with because we see them. We're more exposed to them, mm-hmm. especially the big, big like sports in school, um, big sports in these big schools like football, basketball, track and field, mm-hmm. um, and those kind of things. Do you like, where do you think? the like the soccer players or like the field hockey players or like the volleyball players fit in in terms of making revenue when they're not as popular in that a deemed school well well first let me clarify i'm not an ncaa employee we don't want them coming after us <laughs> okay sorry i work for an ncaa institution so all right so you're, I, you're by yeah. part of the ncaa yeah so like Boss, 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 boss. But I don't think they're at my actual boss. Um, I think I think it varies depending on like who like what the team is. Because I think when you look at like um gymnastics, you had Caitlin from the university in California where she was a killer on her floor routine and it trended on Twitter and people were in love with her. And so I think it doesn't really matter based upon like what sport, like obviously basketball and um football are like the king sports of the NCAA. But I really think it depends on like the likeliness of the person because if Simone Biles was going to like USC, we would love Simone Biles because she's an amazing athlete. So I think, um, I think when they're showcased, um, I guess you could say in their sport and you see it all over social media, that's when people fall in love with them. Because I know for myself, I used to work at a division three institution and I have, softball student athletes that now follow like division one student um student athletes that play softball and they love them and they end up playing like in the professional games after their college careers so Mm -hmm. i think it's more the likeliness of the student i don't think it's actually like oh basketball and football are going to profit the most yes they will probably see like the most revenue coming in from sponsorships but i don't think it's going to be like most of the money is going to go to them i know i saw um and I, it doesn't have anything to do with the NCAA. It's the NAIA, which is a separate conference. Um, 
and governing body. And like I saw a volleyball student athlete, she made I think like eighteen thousand dollars off her TikTok mm-hmm. um, because they already have these rules in place uh, in place over there. So I think it's just more so the likeliness than it is like the sport itself, honestly. Right. Right. And and I think social media is now a crutch for that because you know, like like you said, so these football and basketball athletes don't have to work as hard because they're already getting the exposure. Whereas mm-hmm. the other sports, all they really have to do is just market themselves and advertise themselves on social media and it could really be all there for them. Yep. You know? Uh, and and sometimes you have people who you have people who have like five million or five hundred thousand followers and don't get any PT on the field or court or whatever game they're playing at. So yep. you can have bench warmers who legitly are millionaires. Yep. That hundred thousand heirs. Yep. Yep. That's that's true. That's very true. And like I, I know I, for myself, I would say like there's a student athlete that I have that's verified on Instagram. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's like insane to think that. And like, I don't know. We'll see what happens and if anything happens there. But yeah, I think it's more so the likeliness than it is the sport. So so you know me, right? Mm-hmm. If <laughs> if I was if I was a student athlete again. Yes. You think I'd be able to uh, to to flourish under these under these standards? Well, so I think the NIL, NIL um, it's now applicable for all three divisions. So, like, Division Three can make money, too. So, mm-hmm. student-athletes in that, and I know that's where you played. I'm not sure if the podcast knows that. Um, yeah. But you can definitely make money because I think you could definitely find sponsorships from back home. And, like, you're a likable person. And, obviously, with this platform that you have going on, you could probably profit from that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you would. I yeah. would say you would. Yeah, I wish. I wish. I wish. The, I wish. The, you know, they had these in my years. I would have been fucking buku. I would have stayed on the I team know. just to make money. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, know. They could. They could run me to the ground. Yeah. I, I'm I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm think that's a that's a big concern that um I think a lot of athletic administrators have because they think with this like I see both sides and like all the sides honestly of the argument. I think they're concerned of whether education is going to be devalued now. I mean, but well, let's think about in D one schools. Come on, you're talking about dudes like Ben Simmons who goes, who knows they're going to be the number one pick in 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 the summer. They don't go to any classes. Yeah, but you have to. You have to remain eligible. You have to, to remain play. eligible. But okay, but after basketball season, what what happened? You still have to remain eligible. Because, like, okay, God forbid, like, you are not the draft pick and something goes wrong. I feel like you should always have that backup of going to school. And Of course. Uh, yeah, so. But you have some players that don't have that, that that they're guaranteed. Like, in, and what I'm saying in Ben Simmons' case, because it was clearly guaranteed. Yeah. And, and this is for someone who didn't really have to work too hard. Usually players in, in basketball, let's look at, usually you got to either – there's there's a there's a population who's one and done who's really that good at one and done. Some of them leave after you know a redshirt sophomore or, or who are sophomores. Some of them wait all four years. You see that's rare now. You know it used to be uh, quite a trend like ten years ago, but now it's one and done. So some of these players already know, you mm-hmm. know, and and they're like, listen, all I gotta do is just ball out. We don't even gotta go into the dance. All I gotta do is ball out, mm-hmm. you know. Because if, if you're gaining that much traction, you know you're gonna be yeah. Especially if you look around, you're looking around like nationwide. You're like, ain't nobody really fucking with my numbers. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So I could be a, a early, early ten, uh, early round pick, 
And then when basketball season's over, what do you mean you re- re- you have to remain eligible? It's basketball season's over, and I'm I'm declaring <laughs> for the draft. So I don't I don't think basketball season's ever over though. <laughs> but it, I mean, like after March. No, I mean you're still working out and you still have to maintain your grades, and then you're still like practicing over the summer in preparation for the fall. Right. But if like you don't have intentions, like you said, um, to come back, like it obviously but, but doesn't matter. Let's 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 take this, take it a step further. Okay. March Madness happens, right? Yes. Our team lost. Sweet okay. sixteen. Now I put my name in for the draft. Mm-hmm. Eligibility in terms of my school no longer matters. Yeah. You yeah, know, so you're, now you're you have it. from that time to, well, you could still withdraw. You could put your name mm-hmm. in and withdraw from, you know, depending on a do- uh, deadline. But mm-hmm. from one, from that moment, you put your name in the draft till the draft. You're working out. You're, you don't even care about fucking school. Yeah. You're working out and you're getting ready for the draft. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Mean, like, I- I guess I would have better intentions that everyone would want to finish school. Cause I know that the NBA has a partnership program where if players do want to finish their degrees, like within their career, after their career, they can. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could come back. I mean, come back. That's fine. Yeah. But not when I'm in my physical prowess and I yeah. want to get these, get these bands. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. and then true. we just see, uh, so, so let's, let's, before I'm gonna use this as a segue into my um <laughs> my next topic because a lot of people don't know I'm gonna say my professional when it comes to this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I've been doing this for a while. I wanted to do journalism when I came out of high school. They didn't have it at the at the school I went to, so I was like, "Damn, I'm lost in the sauce." But now I revived that that uh that ability, and um, I want to talk about this this wave of high profile student athletes, high school student athletes who are breaking the mold, the traditional mold of going to whatever big school mm-hmm. and now we're going to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? I mean, I think you should go wherever you feel most comfortable. And I think trying to say this without getting in trouble (laughs) (laughs) okay um because because i know you want them to go to your school no 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 but i I mean i don't mean that but i think um i think when coaches are recruiting i think they're they're looking at talent how it will help them all of these obviously get to the dance um but I think the students should obviously, if students are going to HBCUs, they should obviously, they're looking for more than that. They're looking for like the diversity. They're looking for the education. They're looking for something that complements the athletics portion of it. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think that's great that they're breaking their mold. I'm not going to lie. Cause I think it's, it's changing up the game of college athletics and college like basketball and football and Absolutely. all that fun stuff because it's like, oh, you expect this student to go here. You expect the student to go there. Like I know for myself, I think Twitter is so detrimental, not detrimental, but it's like so crucial in college athletics because like everyone's always tweeting and like you see all the high school students posting like, oh, I got an offer from here. I got an offer from there. I got an offer mm-hmm. from here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, where is the student going? You don't mm-hmm. know um, mm-hmm. until they actually announce it. So I think, it's it kind of keeps us on our toes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I think that you know, like like you said, it's 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 great to break the mold because I think that it shows student athletes 
one of black or descent and then mm-hmm. two of anybody that this is not the only path mm-hmm. you know like it's not it's not the only path yes this this hbcu path is is it's carved out but it's not as carved out as the traditional way like okay i'm gonna go to clemson i'm gonna go to ohio state and then i'm gonna get drafted if mm-hmm. i'm if i'm good you know i want people to normalize going to hbcus and creating that as a new avenue you know where yeah. we see more Grambling state graduates getting drafted we see more um fa famu graduates you know these, mm-hmm. these other schools that are that need their own popularity i mean look at Deion Deion sanders he's coaching jackson state university i didn't know where jackson state university was until he got there <laughs> yeah i think you you know what the hbcus are but i don't think you know much about them like i have a friend that works there and like she is so privileged to work um and I I can only imagine like how she feels because obviously it's a whole different conversation. It's a whole different kind of advocacy, um, especially with everything that's going on in social justice in the past two years. So oh, yeah. I think it's it's completely different. And I think you have more people that probably understand <laughs> you yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Because and- I, I think that's a big problem in like college athletics too, where it's like student athletes are suffering from mental health and like they are filing these complaints um, with their coaches or the athletic administrators and nobody's doing anything about it. Um, and it's sad to see for sure. So you 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 did something good just now. You, oh I was boy! Gonna, I was gonna segue into this using the HBCU uh, as a as a threshold, but you mm-hmm. brought something up that's way more <laughs> way more serious is the anxiety <laughs> and the and the mental standard of these students, student athletes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because you can get you you know front hand how difficult it is for these student athletes to literally wear. Two hats, you know, three mm-hmm. hats essentially, because you got to be a student, you got to be an mm-hmm. athlete, and then you have your own personal social life. Yep. You know, and you know, some people could be in a fraternity or a sorority, whatever have you. So you could be wearing multiple hats. So just mm-hmm. like from your experience, talk about, you know, how much demanding that is for a student athlete. Um, I think, well, one when this whole conversation of student athletes getting paid came up, I I kind of agree with it because I think student athletes they kind of work a nine to five if you think about it. Like I know for myself when I work with my athletes, like they're going to practice in the morning. Then I have to make sure that they have like an academic schedule that's going to fit. Um, like obviously they're satisfying requirements for for their degree, but they're obviously not missing practice. And then they have study hall, and then they have um, like recovery with athletic training and then that's when they sit down and actually do their homework or have time to eat. So I think their lives are pretty structured and it can definitely break somebody. And I think this past year with the pandemic, there was so much uncertainty because nobody knew how we were going to make sports run. So I think with that, um, like a lot of students struggled mentally. And I also think when student athletes get injured, um, because if you think about it, you've been training your entire life and you've been doing this for however many years, like by the time you enter college, you're 18. So if you've been playing the sport since you were six, you've been doing this for 12 years. Right. Um, Talk about and it. So, and so if you get injured or if you become a redshirt and you're not academically eligible, um, qualified to run as per the NCAA, like 
okay, so what do I do for a full year while I regain this eligibility? So it's Mm -hmm. like you kind of lose yourself and it's like, who am I if I'm not an athlete? And I think that is also a conversation that people need to have as well because it's like students, student athletes are student athletes and that's the identity that they take with them. Wow. For so long and until like their senior day in their final collegiate sport if they don't plan on um, competing professionally. So I think that's also something that we need to work on too. Because I've definitely seen that myself where I've seen students like lash out because they're not eligible for a full year. And it's scary. It's scary mm-hmm. to see because it also, you don't know how they're going to react. And I remember there was a situation where I was scared for myself because I was like, oh, crap. I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> um, so it's scary, I think, on all ends. And, like, I know some for myself, like, I'm somebody that obviously wants to help people. So, it, like, you kind of feel helpless when you, you can't help them and, like, nothing is working to help them feel better. You, this is going to be a great one. I could tell because <laughs> I, I want to, like, every time you say something, it always brings me up to, like, my other, like, another point. I want to say this, but I'm like, damn, you know? I'm sorry. I've been <laughs> no, doing this for six years. <laughs> you're doing this. You're doing it well. You're doing it well. We should have you more. Um, so what what that is, because that is a very important aspect, is the, identi- the identifying as a student athlete and identifying more as an athlete than a student. Because let's just be real. No one really Yeah, because, really like, you, you're a student. Like, okay, great. But, like, even when you go into college, like, you've still had that schedule the entire time that like, you've been, like, playing your sport. Because, like, mm-hmm. you've been going to school, you've been doing practices in the morning, or you've been doing practices um, after school. And then, like, you come home, you do homework, and you eat, and then it's, like, a repeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like even now i spoke to a few of my student athletes they're like oh yeah i'm doing workouts in the morning and then like i'm working and then i'm doing another workout after work and i'm like like okay like yeah it's yeah. summer <laughs> yeah and, and and i will like and it's you know what like i I tell people you know like i like i said i'm i didn't play at d1 but i can tell you that shit is rigorous at d3 regardless yeah i was gonna i was thinking about it this morning like in preparation for this conversation who, um, you guys had study hall. Yeah, for people who grades were in that area, yeah. Yeah, you guys had study hall, and I remember, like, you guys always ate at the same time, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming, like, you trained at the same time, and I think it was hard because um, I think the first two years when we were in college, um, there was only one gym, so you obviously have to share that with the rest of the college body, mm-hmm. um, and then we got our... You got you well, not me. I was never an athlete. You got your own gym, <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> we, and, which was still open to the public. So you know, it, right. it was it was still a challenge. But for me, I think that um, so I, like I've been I was playing football from when I was like seven, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 college. So seven to eighteen. That's eleven years, you know. And there's times where I was playing on two teams at the same time. Yeah. You know, so I would literally go to school, like middle school or junior high, have practice for my junior high school and then have practice for my other team after, you know, and yeah. I would get home at like nine, ten o'clock and have to do my homework. So I already was mm-hmm. a- adjusted to this rigorous lifestyle because I was like, listen, this is this is what I want to do. This is what causes causes me to have fun. This is what I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I live for this. Yeah. So. By the time I got to my senior year and my my junior year, we were we were really good. High school, yeah, really good. You know, we, we're like, okay, we're we're in contention for a Long Island championship. 
so my senior year comes, we're returning a lot of those juniors that played last year. So we're looking like a team to beat. First couple days, first, first, like last game, last days of like summer camp over the, over the summer, I just started feeling this weird achiness in my knee. Right. I'm like, nah, nah, nah that's my senior year. I got to play through whatever. Yeah. You know, so eventually I end up getting hurt and I had to sit out for like three games. I don't even know what, where my psyche, where my mentality was at for those three weeks. Because this was from like basically my birthday to like last month of last week of September. Yeah. And I had to go into crutches on my first day of school. I'm like, this shit is whack. I'm not playing. I got to rehab every day after school. I'm not at practice. I'm not learning anything. And mm-hmm. I was, a, I was supposed to be like a starter and be like, you know, one of the leaders as a senior. So I'm like distraught because I don't know if I'm getting recruited. I don't know if I'm playing all this work that I've been, you know, trying to manifest since I was a little kid and yeah, again, the NFL, but you know, knowing that I had to get to college first, you know, mm-hmm. was, at was literally a flash from being away from me, you know, and I didn't, and I didn't know how to react. I was depressed, you know, until, until I started that one faithful day, I woke up and, I mean, TMI for the people who are listening, but (laughs) I woke up one time and my knee was like blood and pus all over my bed, Mm. completely drained itself in my sleep. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I could run, I could play. And that literally, you know, changed my whole mood around, you know, and I was getting recruited. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Everything's falling in place, whatever, you know, and then we got to um, college and you know when you you're you're the man when you're at high school, or you're one of the men when you're at high school. I'm not saying I was the best, but then you go to college and you're like, you ain't shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm trying to tell them like, listen, I am shit. Like I should be starting right now. You know, mm-hmm. fuck what my tape says. I'm gonna start right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, and and we we get to the camp and I realize that we had like a little initial depth chart, and out of nine people, I'm seven. So I'm mm-hmm. like, there's gonna be carnage. Pick it up. There's gonna be pick it up. and and this is why I like football because in other sports where someone's starting, mm-hmm. you have to you have to try your hardest to outwork them and, and play better than them, right? In football, you could just take them out. Yeah, you could literally just take them out. <laughs> like yeah. you could be like, okay, you're starting ahead of me. Now you're not. You're hurt. Sit down. <laughs> Next. Kill Bill list, you know what I'm saying? So eventually, I'm second string, and I'm like, "Listen, I try to tell you, I should be starting. Like, y'all need yeah. to find a way to get me on the field, you know." And and th- it was rigorous because we had to wake up 7 a.m. meetings for film. Then we have class. Mm-hmm. Then we have freaking practice. Then we have to go to the you know the weight room or film after practice, and then we got to sneak in to the cafeteria before it closes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I didn't even talk about getting doing homework or anything like that. Yeah. You know, so it was rigorous. And then even even let's say we play we played a game on Saturday. And if you didn't play enough snaps on Saturday, you had to play again on Sunday. Oh God. So you didn't get the recovery time for your body. You don't. You don't. And the thing and the worst thing about football too is the is the two day soreness. I'll play a game mm-hmm. on Saturday. I'll be fine Sunday. 
Monday, mm-hmm. I feel like I got hit with a truck. Yeah. You know? And I'm just, you know, it's just interesting because I like once I stopped playing football, I had a, a, a huge identity crisis mm-hmm. because this is something that I've been knowing love since I was little. Yeah. And I'm not doing it anymore. And two, the thing about football is like, it's a gladiator sport, you know? So when you're sport. Yeah. But when you're in, when you're training for it and you're in game shape, season shape, this, that's the best physical shape you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you literally feel like a warrior. You're looking around like, yeah, 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 I feel good. <laughs> you know, you look like a gladiator. So for me, it was like, what the fuck? Like, what? where is my outlet now? Yep. You know what I'm saying? What do, what I'm, do you do now? What do I do now? I'm like, yeah, I could party and be a frat star. That's great. But like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Because th- th- that was so long my identity. and then. Two, how am I going to, where's my outlet coming from? Yep. You know? And I realized for a good two to three months period, I had an anger issue because I wasn't getting this That aggression out. Yes. Yes. Like, first of all, let's let's really understand it. Football, you have to be psychotic to play. (laughs) And enjoy. I'm running full speed at someone, hitting them. And enjoying that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're running at least 15 to 20 miles an hour full speed at somebody. And you hit them with your head. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy that shit. Yep. That's psychotic, bro. That really is, honestly. <laughs> and, like, you're, you're, like, risking so much. Because, like, obviously, you're using your body. And, like, if things don't go right or don't land the right way. Listen, I'll tell you right now. Everything hurts in football. Uh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Everything hurts. Falling on the ground hurts. <laughs> Falling on the ground hurts. It hurts. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? You get on the like ah shit. You know, yeah. like it. Everything hurts in football. You it's know, not the and same. that's just a regular fall. Yeah. No. And listen, if you and then the thing is too is like, I just, I just, I we'll talk about this. I can't. I can talk about football forever because I just. <laughs> that is like my baby. You know, it's like my first love, and that is literally who I was for like the first 18 years of my life. Exactly. And so like, yeah, like you don't know who you are. And I think that's something that a lot of athletes struggle to struggle with. Cause like, who am I outside of my sport? Right. And it's like, I, I obviously I still know and love the game. I feel like I could coach, but right. part of me is like, I want to know if you still got it. Yeah. Because we, because now from, from that point on till now, I haven't seen the gladiator in me. Okay. That because makes sense. There, yeah, there's no reason for him to be out. Right. Because I'm a civilian yeah. now. I'm a civilian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, there's no reason for me to be like that. But it's like. I'm going to use that now. I'm gonna be like, you're going to be your civilian now. <laughs> yeah. For real though. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't even know. But now I'm like, nah, nah, let him, let's let, let's let him back out. Let's let him back out because we didn't see him. People forgot. People forgot mm-hmm. that I was trained to go. People forgot that I was literally militant, a soldier. Yeah. They see this a loaf, me and like, ah, he's a goofball. No, this dude is a killer. Mm-hmm. So yep. yeah, let's let's bring that up. But you got you got to bring that back up so people know. 
Listen, people don't know the full identity of who you are. It's coming so like back. Now they'll they'll learn. I think they'll get snippets of it. It's coming back. And 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 the real people know. The real people know. My college and high school teammates, they know. Yeah. They know. I'll RIP somebody real quick. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh God, please don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got a couple casualties on the football pitch. You know please what I'm saying? Please don't. But um Let's get back to the H H uh H HBCU uh Yes. Thing. Um Let's so get to it. Uh you know You're um, like, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, where where am I taking this? Um <laughs> Masterpiece Son. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it was is either Hersey. Hersey. I, think uh, his name I is. have I have no idea. I saw the article, but I don't know which son yes. it is. He signed a two million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Like two days right. after after this thing was about. I mean, mm-hmm. granted, that is Master P, who is like the greatest black man alive right now. Yeah, you, greatest you know? hustler. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he he's gonna get a bag for his kid either way. Yeah. But the thing that this was for for you to sign a two million dollar deal, you've already had to have this in discussion before this rule was in yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and I saw a lot of that too on social media. People were saying they were like, "Oh, like this was definitely in the works before, and they probably knew that it was going to be approved." And once it happened, they were like, "All right, press go." Right, and and to switch gears a little bit, what about the players from beforehand who had their whole career tarnished by the NCAA because of these things? Yeah, the NCAA is like the governing body, and like I was just reading. Right before, like Reggie Bush is trying to get his yes. Heisman back. Listen, um, I'll tell you something right now. Give Reggie his title, his Heisman back. <laughs> Not only because let, let me tell you something. As a Reggie Bush fan, as USB a USC fan back in the in that time, that he that was the greatest college team at the time in the two thousands mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. for the whole decade. The greatest college team, and he was the greatest college player. Mm-hmm. First of all, he should have won a Heisman back to back. Yeah. His his teammate won it the year before. His quarterback won him the year before, which eh. But he should have won 04 and 05 because he was yeah. that good. Continue though. Yeah, and I, I think we're gonna see a lot of that where a lot of student athletes that obviously competed in the past and were penalized for breaking the rules, quote unquote, um, are gonna try to get that recompensated. So I think that's gonna be interesting to see. Because well, they said they said that they would give the Heisman back if the NCAA like reinstated him. So. But you know what the crazy thing is, too? <laughs> the man broke so much college records. Yeah, and but they and to don't have care. All that shit just missing. Yeah, but he, if you think about it, like, it, he broke the rules because him and his family accepted um, benefits from somebody. Um, so I know. Don't give me that face. <laughs> I know. I I know. I know. So I understand. But, like, I think but, rules are rules I, when you're in an NCAA. Like, I don't always agree with the rules. But. NCAA is also some sticklers because they are. You can't you can't accept gifts, which is discretional. Because what what's a gift? Because I've seen cases where uh, uh, someone bought a suit for a student athlete to go to a wedding, and he got suspended for a game. I've seen yeah. Deion Sanders took Justin Blackman out to dinner, mm-hmm. to dinner, and the guy got no, not not Justin Blackman, Des Bryant. I'm sorry. Took Des Bryant out for for dinner, and I'm getting suspended for two games just for dinner. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? So what what is this? Like what and then you have things like Johnny Menzel, who literally <laughs> would have who would have been making Buku had this rule change been in place when he was playing. Because this is literally what he got backlashed for. Mm-hmm. Is is no. signing autographs and having these 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 players' jerseys being sold and shit like that, and having the name on their jerseys, and I even I just brought I, while I'm thinking about it, I just brought this up to my head. All the NCAA <laughs> bat football games, yeah, the NCAA, NCAA football games. You have okay. Let's say you're talking about Lamar Jackson, right? So you got you're you're playing with Louisville, and it's Louisville number seven. There's mm-hmm. no name, but the NCAA owns the rights to these players at, at that time, owns the right to these players. So they didn't put their names in because then mm-hmm. they would have to pay the, the players itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what, what do we have to pro like pro date all that other shit that we had in the past and give it now to these players or these, these, I mean, that's going to, that's going to be interesting to see if they do do that retroactively, honestly, because if they do, that's a lot of rules that they're going to have to get through. And I know they're already dealing with a lot with COVID rules. So I think that's, I think, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see if they're going to do anything retroactively. Cause if they approve Reggie, like that opens the floodgates for everyone else that was a former student athlete. Right. Right. And, and, and I think Reggie's the, the peak of it though. Yeah. He, because, well, he saw it. He was like, Oh, July 1st, let me hop on this real quick. Right. And, and not only that, but just because I feel like, the Heisman is such an esteemed award and it's like the, you know, it's like there's nothing greater, no greater honor in college sports than the Heisman. Yeah. At least for football. You know, so you got to give that back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to say that the year 2005 does not have a Heisman winner, that just sounds weird. You don't want to be the guy that's that forgotten about history when you're undeniably the best player in college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Compliance in the NCAA is definitely... It's uh, it's a lot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, where's it's the lot. where's the universal standard? Because well, what do you, you mean know, universal standard? Well, I think I think actually there was a little bit of standard because I don't think that it really it really didn't they didn't they didn't discriminate in terms of their punishment. Everybody got it. Mm-hmm. I can say that everybody did get it. The high-profile people, at least. Yeah. Um, but it just ends. It, it brings up something interesting, and it's like, what are they? What are they going to do with all the past stuff? Mm-hmm. What happens now? Like, so, so now I'm sure that they can't make. They can't earn money. The, well, they can earn money, but they can't just boosters can't just give them money now. Like, so, so what? You know, what I'm saying like. It would have to be in like in the form of a sponsorship, I think. Right. But oh, you know, but what about like recruiting bonuses? Because we know as much as we don't want to believe, people get those recruiting bonuses. <laughs> Listen, Your family gets know. taken care of. You get <laughs> yes. you get the you get the Escalade. You know, what I mean, like you get the Hummer. You get taken care of for these for these for these. You know, for you saying that you're going to like, commit. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen there because I I. I haven't looked fully into the legislation, but I just know like a lot of compliance departments are just urging students before they make a deal to talk to them to just make sure that obviously it's going to be fine. Like there was just one clip that I saw where it was like, you do realize that you have a game this day, right? Like, and you're signing a contract for this. And then 
like that was like the snippet of it. So it's going to be interesting to see the compliance officers have to deal with this. I'm I'm sending prayers to them because they have the hardest job. They do right now. They do, and and it's and it's because it's regulating when there's no clear line in between. Correct. Yeah, because it's it's so brand new. Like there's going to be so many things that come up where it's going to have to create different amendments for this legislation that just came out. So. I, it, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I think back to your point of like setting up families. Um, I know when you first mentioned like, oh, yes, college athletes are getting paid. I was like, oh, no, not all of them. <laughs> yeah, no. And the case there is like the international students. So like the international students can't benefit from this new legislation that the NCAA just published because of federal law, because they're not legalized to work in the United States. So, but that, I, but that's that's a technicality though because you could get that fixed. No, how? Because you first of all you federal you, you, law. No, but I'm saying you have a student visa right to be over here to play. Correct. You can you then a, apply. You have a student. You have a student visa visa to to study, not to play. Right, of course. So, but but I'm saying the student visa is the reason why it gives you access to be over here. Yes, correct. So while you're in that visa status can't you apply for uh you know um you got to take literacy tests and you can be a national i mean not national but you could be like a a resident alien or something like that no you know no you can't approve your status from there no so the only there's like two types of work authorizations there's opt and cpt cpt is like when you're in college so that way you can because the only way that you can really get money is like if you're working on campus right Cause like, it's obviously you got the visa for your institution. So you can only work for that institution. Um, and then OPT is obviously when you graduated and then you obviously want to stay. So that's kind of like when you apply for like the work visa and you want to stay here a little longer, but you can't apply for any kind of. Nope. You can't do it when you're, you can't do it while you're here. No. So yeah, but so you have to wait when you're done or. Yeah. You kind of have to wait for like when you graduate and like you kind of have to find a job that's going to sponsor you to stay in the U.S. as well. And then you can go through the rules, obviously, the federal laws. So of, so here's the thing. It can happen. It's just going to be very rigorous. Because Listen, are I, you going to have the answers for all these international offices? No, because listen, listen I'm going to tell, tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Because now, because of this COVID standard, they have extra year eligibility. Correct. Know? Yes. And And... And, and, or what if you redshirt and you're a graduate transit, transit, um, transfer, you know, so you're, trans- you're transferring out of your institution. Let's say mm-hmm. like you, you graduated already. You have another year of eligibility. Yes. And you transfer to another school. Okay. So. You're a graduate you're only, transfer. But yeah, you're a graduate transfer, but. Some there's some cases where people already got their degrees. They're just there just to play. Yeah. So you, but they're still studying. Some of them aren't. I mean, I don't know about those kids, but <laughs> but you would have to. So like when you transfer, you have to transfer your visa over to your next institution. So all right. So let me let me think of it this way. Let's let's forget, let's forget the graduate transfer because that's there's a lot of that corks in there. That's let's say, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that, let's just say let's let's just keep it simple. Let's say you redshirted or you have the extra COVID medical year. Yeah. So then essentially, but you, you already have like graduated. Two years. Okay. 
So you graduated in the four years, obviously, because right. you can't register academically. Because um, if you could, I'd do it. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, so let's say you graduated, you transferred to another school. You're there. You you've already graduated. So for you're just you're just playing the sport for that for that new um, university or school. You have to be doing something academically. Do you? Yeah, you can't compete and like not be doing anything. <laughs> okay, so you take a couple classes, right? Yeah, but you have to be because so for Division One, you have to be meeting progress towards degree. So you have to be enrolled in like a major. You can pick up a minor. Graduate Even though I already graduated? Yep. Because mm. mm -hmm. you have to be meeting progress every semester. So, like, when you, when academic have one apply, year left, though. That, that's great. You still have to be making <laughs> progress. <laughs> Fantastic for you. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, like, I have, I have students that are, like, adding, like, another major or adding minors or getting their graduate degree in a year. Um, so they can compete in that COVID extra year. Mm, so okay. they, ha you have to be doing something. You can't okay. just play. For okay, the so that, that's what I was trying to think of because I'm like, what if you were, you know, trying to apply no. for the different, their different visa status while nope. you're doing this? Uh, yeah, no. Nope. You have to be meeting progress towards degree every semester um, as per the NCAA, and like it has to be verified by like academics and compliance. Okay, so how about this? Usually when you, when the international, usually when, well, the visa is usually up, what, graduation on their, on their fourth year? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cause I was thinking like, how does that like, you can't like you, sometimes you don't have like another two weeks where you can get things done. Sometimes you have to go back and let's say like a person was getting like a baseball player or like a basketball player or a football player who's international declares for a draft. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't know how that works. I, that's something I don't know either, but I'm like, how <laughs> would that work? Because this person's not, they're not a citizen or anything. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if like maybe like declaring for a draft because the NFL would, or the NBA would sponsor them. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, and well, I guess in the NBA, it's it's not that hard because we we well not we I'm not in the NBA. Um, <laughs> but, you sure? Yeah, I wish, but I'll be a fucking towel boy. Um, <laughs> I'll be a nigga that run on the court and sweep up shit. Um, <laughs> I heard I heard those people make like eighty thousand dollars. I don't know if that's true. If no, that's true, I'm in the wrong. They team. definitely make around like fifty, sixty, but still. Yeah, I heard the water boy for NFL makes at least fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I was like that. That sounds like a great job. Just yeah, that water exactly. all day. You get, gear, you get, you know, when when they win a ring, you win a ring too. You know, yeah, so, and you get to go to football games, like yeah, for free. Um, but yeah, so an NBA is, is easy. You can you can enter the draft and be from Sri Lanka, and they'll and they'll they'll accept you. That's fine. Um, but the NFL is different, you know. And I'm trying to think about how how would that really how would that really work. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure, honestly. I've never really seen it because, you know, most of the time the internet, more international players are more so with basketball than football. Yeah. I'm just interested to see. Anywho. It's going to take some research, that. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always going to take some research. But that, that, that brings up an, a good point because I've never actually 
like explored that option. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, how would that actually work? Hmm, yeah. How would that work? Hmm, how would that work? Um, but yeah, so let's uh let's let's wind this down here. Um <laughs> see what, what things we gotta talk about we didn't we didn't really quite hit yet. Oh, oh, the big one. Oh god, no. <laughs> oh my god. Shikari. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, Not only man. that, but let's talk about this 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 thing where it's NCAA versus the Olympics. Right? So, because because you once you've like once you've once you, you declare you're both. gonna compete for, yeah, you know, because of amateurism. Right. Right. So but but here's the thing. Because you can like right now, I'm I was watching um, you know, it's NCAA and NCAA World Championships for track and field, and it's uh Olympic World Trials, you know, happened. Mm-hmm. So you can run in NCAA championships and qualify for the world for Olympics and go. Mm-hmm. But if you declare you cannot compete in NCAA, you go straight to the Olympic trials. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused on why is it either <laughs> or when you could still do both. I think that's for track, honestly. Yeah. That's only what I'm speaking about. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I think because track championships happen so late in the year. Mm. Um, and I know, like, in June, it's usually when it rolls around, like, all the awards. Oh, we lost her. Still there? Mystery guess. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We lost her, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. You there? All right. Well let's let's continue as if she was here. Um, yeah, so I'm interested in that aspect because I feel like for like all American. Oh, she came back. Hold on. You're going to do all of that over again because you froze and we couldn't hear you. Hello. Where'd she go? Oh. Hold on. There we go. Sorry. No, it's okay. So you got to do it all over again because you left and we couldn't hear you and all out of the jazz. Sorry. Well, what did I say? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear you. <laughs> What was the last question you asked? Me? Um, with the NCAA stuff and the, and the time trials, you said that you know because the track, because the track yeah. championships and the awards happen so late in the year. I think that's probably why. That's why it coincides with one another. But I'm not entirely sure, honestly. That is true because the Olympic, the Olympic trials was like a week and a half before. Right. Because I think the the time trial because that was around like Father's Day. Yeah. And yeah. the championships was like yesterday. I was watching it. I mean, it could be you know pre-recorded, but I I also think because of COVID, it also pushed a lot of things back. Because like mm-hmm. baseball was still playing like last month, and like that's they true. usually wrap up in May. In May, so that's very true. That's very true. But that's what I was just trying to. Con- I was concerned myself with because I'm like, you know, you could you could you could run for LSU, 
win the championship, win like a national championship for you know for your event, not say the team, right. and then still qualify for the Olympics and still go. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but but then it's not people, it's not fair for others where they can't do both. Yeah, because you forego your your college championship to qualify. And let's say you don't even qualify. You could have been fast enough to still won a championship. Yeah. Collegiately. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then and it's weird because we're seeing we're seeing even kids in 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 Olympic trials. Kids, 17 year olds, 18 year olds. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're so, getting younger. I think wasn't the youngest, I know, don't quote me on this. I think it was like Lori Hernandez. Wasn't she like sixteen when she competed with the gymnastics team? I mean, it's 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 definitely possible for gymnastics. Definitely possible because you know, yeah, they get younger and younger and younger. But you retire they early for that sport too. You do because pff, Simone Your Biles can retire. Simone Biles can retire right now, and she'd be the most decorated gymnastic person ever. She's the goat, and like she, I don't know if you noticed, but she had flip flops that had like the goat. Yes, and it's in her um her leotard too. Yeah, so I was like, I was telling my sister this, like I understand there's Olympic trials, but like Simone Biles is like the top premier elite athlete like why is she even trying out for no, this no 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 we cannot <laughs> that do was that just, i understand but like i was just like okay like she's kind of like the best of the best that. because because okay yes you bolt same bolt is the best of the best yes but what let's just say this this time trial he didn't have it i understand you know what i'm saying and somebody beats him out yeah you know, so it's like, yes, we want to see it because these are the champions and this is the greatest people to, to do the, what they do. Yes. But it's like, we got to keep it. I know. We got to keep it a li- uh, play, uh, even mm, playing, playing field. field. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about. Oh, uh, this, this really breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Because I was, I'm so devastated for her. And for me. She keeps her Nike sponsorship, yes. but even Nike was like, she's going to get a month, month ban. And I'm like, for what? They said that? I could have yeah. sworn that they supported her regardless. I saw the LSU also posted no, they a statement. Supported, they supported her regardless. She's still a Nike athlete, but she's got a, she's got a, a suspension of a month. I didn't know that. Well, she mm-hmm. had the suspension because of, um, because of the whole trial. Right. Well, that I was two months, up. which she might miss. I'm talking about she's suspended from Nike itself for a month. That can't be right. Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Fact check me. Um, but yeah, why are we doing this over weed? It's legal. She, I mean, this doesn't say anything about it. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> it's I've legal. been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of comments. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's not performance enhancing. They're like, weed does not make you run faster. Um, so anything will slow you down because your wind yeah, and your exactly. stamina is, is compromised. Exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, I love viewing social media when stuff like this happens because I love reading other people's opinions because I think so many people just wanted to bring her down. Like what she did was so incredible and so inspiring. Like I saw her when she ran that in ten seconds. Like the point is like what really gets me. I was like when yeah. she was pointing. I was like, whoo! Like. She Let's was pointing go. and looking over like, yo, that's fast. But I could have been even two point two or two seconds faster if I literally didn't point and sprinted through the line. She kept, okay, so just to talk about like the whole moment. So like when they called her name, 
Sorry, I'm still here. Yeah. She was like pumping herself up, which like you need to do right before you run a race, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then she ran the 10 seconds. She kept running. And then she like took a breather and went to go hug her grandma. And like mm -hmm. I started crying. And I was like, wow, like that happened. That just yeah. Happened. <laughs> yeah. And 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 this is bullshit, man, because it's like, you know, you see all the celebrities complaining about it and, and commenting, right. I mean, um, commenting on it and how whack this is. Like, but it's it's literally not performance enhancement. It's medicinal, recreational, you know, spiritual kind of vibes to it. And yet, we suspend her. Why? Mm -hmm. It's not steroids. Yeah. It's not fucking illicit drugs. It's fucking weed that yeah, comes I out of the ground. You're going <laughs> to suspend someone from eating tomatoes now? Well, poppy seeds also pop up. In, they um do and drug tests like i remember one of my former boss she was a swimmer and like she was like that she could never have poppy seed bagels because of that because like they had to get drug tested yes yes and and but and but for for what though i don't know for what let's test about the illicit drugs that's obviously yeah. illegal yes and then test for the perhaps the 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 peds yeah and the, st the steroids the the hgh test for that yeah i think there has to be I mean, obviously, with the now legalization of marijuana, I think there has to be like an update to the doping agency because yes. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, obviously, if it's legal and like if she smoked in Oregon, it's legal there. So she didn't break any federal laws no. when she was over there or state laws. I think it was like she just did this. Like it's it's like I understand the weed part, but like it's also the Olympics, and it's like this has been a dream of yours. Like it's like you should have known better. I don't want to say that, but like then I heard her speak on like what happened, and she said that she used it as a coping mechanism because she had just lost her biological mother like, the week before. So then it's like okay, like everyone's commenting on her, like okay, you kind of like fucked this up for us because like yeah. we were rooting for you, but it's like. Yeah she's going through something mentally like we have to also be there and give her the platform to share how she's feeling like she lost her biological mother and then right. she ran a race and right. became an olympian like right right and and let's not let's not forget she's 21 years old exactly she's super young you know and let's not forget this is okay now this is she may have missed tokyo okay she did she's not though she's gonna miss her event but she can still run in the relay okay all right fair yeah but, so, but like, okay, that's not the same though. Like she, it's not, it's not, but, event, but, but it's a small, it's a small it's constellation a small, yes, for yes. a mistake that you could have avoided. Yes. Agreed. agreed. So, you know, you take it with a grain of salt, but what I'm saying is that even if she missed the whole thing entirely, she still has world championships that. And that's exactly run. what she said. Yeah. She was like, I am still going to come back. I'm still going to, I'm young. I still have more <laughs> olympics to attend i'm like that's like the motivation to have and yeah because we don't even know first of all like before she even said what she said we don't know when she smoked no because how long does it stay in your system so how long how long does it stay in your hair you know i what think I'm saying? i think um they were talking about how like um the dosage like the amount of grams was updated or something and i think it's like 150 grams i'm, I'm not entirely sure don't quote me on this um so it must have been like the day before that's what people were speculating. Mm, 150 so. grams is a lot of weed. That might be, might be like, 
Oh, maybe like two grams. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. <laughs> so that's, that bitch is a kingpin. You know what I'm saying? Your, your listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> 150 grams. God damn. You smoking, smoking with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Maybe he was in Oregon. But still, like, if she smoked the day before and then she ran that, like, no, that, no. Like, hello. Hello. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens um, with her. I, it, it's sad, but I think she'll still have the opportunity to go to Tokyo. Oh yeah, I think she's still gonna make. She's still gonna make her money uh, eventually. I think she's still gonna, you know, prove her greatness. I think that this just put her on the map even more because you know we. She put her. We. She. She made her name. Made her. She qualified for the Olympic. Is definitely an Olympian. Had this little drawback, which then brings up more even more conversations. You know, mm-hmm. and then it brings up a conversation. I mean, it could be racially, it could be off of the 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 old structure of the of the system and and the you know the rules and stuff like that. So there's a lot of conversations that happen of just this of just this one event in sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah. I mean, I want to thank you for for coming on the Low Sports Show. Um, the yeah. mystery guest definitely did her thing. Definitely gave us some <laughs> insight on the uh, NCAA and her experiences, yeah. um, her you know her thought process on one of the things, and and she enjoyed the ride, you know, because you know over at over at BTB, over at Low Sports Show, we <laughs> we're we're peaks and valleys, man. We're all over the place. We're 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 heading to one train station. We go to another train station. It's like an airport, you know. You know when you go when you going from New York to California, but you got eighteen different stops. That's like a that's like a BTB episode. A little yep. sports show episode. It's it's, yep. it's, it's it's never a nonstop flight. Yeah, I, I think it's an ongoing conversation. I think like the mental health. Like it's going to be interesting to see where we are in like a few months, few years with like this whole new NCAA rule too, and to see how many people are profiting off of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So. Because I want to see some millionaires. You know what I'm saying? I want to there's see definitely going to be some. I just I the only thing like if there's like one student athlete listening to this. Get a freaking accountant. That's all. And I'm an gonna agent. Say. Yeah. Well, an accountant first. Like you don't want to. Those tax laws. <laughs> you are better off being a student athlete that didn't get paid instead of being someone that didn't pay their taxes in jail. So right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Get, get diversify your bonds too. Make sure you mm-hmm. make sure you're not. You know, you put your eggs in a different basket. Make sure yep. you get your agent. Make sure you get your attorney and people who you can trust because you don't want to be like Rihanna. You don't want to be like uh, uh, Tim Duncan getting that money stole from you that you've worked hard for. And you exactly. don't want to have people, you definitely don't want to sign for 360s. Make sure you read all your deals and make sure that <laughs> you're you're not giving up everything, you know, and make sure you 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 prioritize what is really was really important. Because yes, this deal could set you up for the future, but we gotta remember what could be your ticket, what is your passion. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If swimming is your passion, don't jeopardize that for some for some Kellogg's commercials. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang, Tony the Tiger never did anything to you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't sacrifice your sport, your passion, your, your, your will to work, your will to get better, your thirst to, to get better. Just, just, just for, for some dollars. Yeah. yeah. Because if you continue the work ethic you're doing, it's going to be there eventually anyway. Yeah. And yeah. also with that being said, we also need to teach more, uh, financial literacy classes because especially we have a whole new wave of young millionaires and hundred thousand heirs to fuck up the economy and fuck up all this shit. Let's, let's teach them how to actually save their money and actually have to, to, um, 
you know, create that generational wealth. Because yeah. if I'm 19 with a, with a couple million dollars, I'm going to be dumb for, for at least a good 500,000 of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of colleges have like student athlete development programs that are responsible for teaching this and teaching career readiness too. So mm. hopefully I think that we'll see an increase in like programming for hopefully student athletes as well. But last plug I'll say, like, they should just hire you. Cause obviously you know what you're doing. <laughs> Listen, I know what I'm doing. And I, and I literally want to do this because I want to work with student athletes because I come from that and I understand what, what it is to try to own your own business and how to work from that and pull your boots up from, you know, get your shit out the mud. You know what I mean? So I definitely like yep. that. And listen, any sponsors want to come over here? I'm not a student athlete anymore, baby. But you know what I'm saying? You want to take care? You want to have some real ads in here? You know, we could put some in, in a little sports show. You know what I'm I mean? Done. You want to Kellogg's? Come holla at your boy, man. Kellogg's. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They're great. You know what I mean? So so we could definitely get us to do that. I'm going to see um, Tony the Tiger on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely do that, man. <laughs> so from, funny. you know, for me, Low Sports Show, Mr. Guest, thank you so much for Absolutely. coming. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, and we'll we'll talk soon. Eventually, we'll maybe we'll have you for more things. I, I like this. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. So, yeah. All right, man. Peace, love, and chicken, Low Sports Show. We out. <laughs> Bye.